this is not your mother's middle age. No longer is waking up each day, living the wash, rinse, and repeat cycle acceptable. We have the life lessons, the relationships, the wins, and the losses with which to navigate to our highest self without hesitation and without fear leading the way. We have been there and done that, and so we have so much to offer the world and each other. So join me on this journey speaking to ordinary women doing extraordinary things for new insights, new ideas, new medical breakthroughs, and new life lessons. You will be inspired to find your best life here and now. My name is Wendy Charles McGuire, and this is your Second Wind Podcast. Welcome, Second Winders. Today I have Don Hunt and Jen Yarbrough in front of me, and we are sitting in their second shop, the Funky Shack Mercantile and Flower Market. Good job. Lots of flowers. <laughs> yes. Anyway, these women have started something really incredible as, you know, the simple housewife turned finding your second wind turned make it happen kind of people. And a little history. Dawn, I met when we opened up McGuire's 15 years ago, yeah. right before, right before we opened. She came and three little babies and wanted to bring an extra income and I can bartend. And we said, come on. And you were scrappy. Yes. Like this woman, she's got three little kids. <laughs> she's super scrappy. She's a good bartender. And yeah. I had, yeah. And I hadn't met Jen until I started spending money in these facilities that they have. But yeah, that's amazing. but their story is really incredible. And it, is deserving of second wind. And I think we can all learn something from both of you. So welcome to the second wind. Let's start. And I know Dawn's really the one who had that second wind moment, right? Yeah. So let's talk about that. What was that for you, Dawn? So after a couple of years, and we can backtrack how Jen and I got started business together, but after a couple of years when we'd been working, I got a phone call from a friend and she wanted us to put together a presentation for a party that Dan Cathy was having. She said it was a little party. And who Dan Cathy is for the, those who have no idea. Okay, so Dan Cathy, the CEO of Chick-fil-A. And so we, she wanted us to put together a little presentation for a party he was having. She said it was a little party, maybe a backyard kind of thing. And little did we know, it was actually a big party. <laughs> it was like a huge party in one of the new sound stages. It was a, a gala. A gala. Mm, so the word makes me nervous. So just <laughs> getting, yes. Yeah, so just getting that opportunity, we were putting a presentation together and we were going to go, going to present it like in two days after we talked to Jody. And so we were hurrying to put this presentation together. But I woke up a couple of days before and I was excited about the presentation, but I was just crying all day. Like, I didn't know why I was crying, but I wasn't sad. I was like, I felt God was preparing us for this big break. I thought that was our big break. That was the message. I thought God. that was it. That's what I felt. Not like hormones. No, it wasn't hormones. Okay. I mean, I was feeling like something big was about. And I'm like, I'm crying. I called Jody. I was like, I'm crying. I don't know why I'm crying. I called my husband. He's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> but. Anyways, I just had this feeling that something big was going to happen. And I thought it was going to happen right away. Oh, yeah. But not quite. Yeah, exactly. 
But through all of that, when I look back, I was like, wow, God was preparing us for something even, even bigger. So it was, yeah. yeah. And you said you were weepy uh-huh. and you just knew I just, it was a message. Yes. I knew something. And you've had to pay happen. attention and you couldn't mm-hmm. say no to this. Yeah. Right. Even though you had no idea what you're getting. We, we into. didn't. We had no idea. We're excited. It was, it was a big deal. I thought it was a big deal. You knew enough to know enough that mm-hmm. you shouldn't mm-hmm. just like wing it. Right. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. And then from that experience, Jen had a different kind of experience through that same meeting that kind of catapulted Through the Gala, the gala meeting. The Gala meeting that kind of catapulted us into a different direction in our business. So why don't, why don't you take us there? And then we'll dive back to who you guys are as okay. people. Okay. So after we got the call about the party, the little party, and then found out it was a gala. And in our minds, we're thinking like Hollywood, you know, it was Pinewood Studios back then. And we're thinking it's some big Hollywood party with, you know, dancers and acrobats and, you know, all this crazy stuff. So we had two days and we put together this big presentation. It was a lot of work. We put together a big board and we had notes and probably PowerPoint. I can't even remember, but it, it was a lot. So we get to the meeting that we were invited to and we walk in and we are in this room full of all these random people that were there. We're like, what are all these people doing here? We thought it was just us and maybe like Dan Kathy and a few of the, the other like big, big wigs at the studio. And there was all these people and we're just kind of sitting there with our board. I got a little package presentation with us and we're just like, oh yeah, we printed out packets for everybody. Yeah, We're feeling so nervous. Okay. <laughs> and we're like, what's going on? So Dan Kathy comes in and we're sitting through this meeting and he starts talking about Pinewood. Doesn't really mention anything about the gala, but starts talking about his vision for Pinewood and why he invested and just a little history about the studio. So he said something that just has stuck with me ever since that day. And I feel like that's kind of what changed me was he invested in Pinewood because he wanted to bring light to a dark world because the movie industry is just a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of sickness, a lot of dark, a lot of divorce, a lot of just not, you know, good things. Drama. Drama. Lots mm-hmm. of drama. And so he felt like here that we could shed some light on that. So that really touched like me. Light in a good sense. Like right. energetic. Yes. Like happy. Like, like positive. Happy, positive. You know, when I think of light, I think of God. You know, that to me, that's what I think of when I think of shedding light and love, you know. So anyway, so we're sitting there, he's talking about that. And then everybody introduces themselves. And then we realize that we're in a room full of volunteers and we're like, okay, when, when are we going to do our presentation? So we thought maybe he was going to call us, you know, afterwards and, you know, wait, wait, privately. Were there big ones there or was Kat? Uh, no, the, it was the, no, it was a room full of volunteers. And I'm all full of volunteers. We were the volunteers. We just didn't know. It. <laughs> so anyway. That's at bait the, and switch. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So at the end, towards, after we'd been sitting there a while, they did the courtesy of letting us do our presentation. But by this point, it was... We knew we weren't getting the job. It was like, we were this isn't what we thought it was. Yes. I was nervous. I was like, I just wanted to like crawl in. each other like, no, heck, what the heck? What the heck? I know. We I, were, I, I don't I mean, I, I probably, we were just like, oh my gosh, how are we going to, what are we going to do? So I wanted to crawl under the table pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, because we, I mean, we had... Bang. I get up and, and I did our presentation with our acrobats and our you know, whatever we had, whatever we had going on and all these great, you know, decorations and everything. And they let us do the presentation. And that was it for that. 
And then what ended up happening. Wait, so you walk away from that. You get we, your cars. With and your, Dan and Kathy helped us carry our stuff to the car. Back to the, the car. Our presentation board. <laughs> it was really, I mean, it was just like, he was so humble. It just really touched me because he was like, it was just neat to see somebody that you always think of big wigs as being, you know, like, I don't have time for you. And it, it was the opposite. And I thought this guy really cares about these people and cares about this community. And that really. That what really did he say though? Were there specific words that he said that you remember? Just that about the light and the light, that the light and the light. And he was just so humble. It was just like he was one of us sitting around the table. And so that, because I was all about making the money and that really, yeah, we were taking we, the, we dollar, were taking the, the dollar for years. And so that, you know, that kind of changed our view. We realized our goal was to be more about the people than the money. That's when that switched. Oh, this is a good segue. Yes. yes. Ready? Yes. Good segue. Because Hi. when you came to us and wanted to make money for your family, I mean, Making money was on your mind. Like nobody was going to mess with Dawn and her tips. No, <laughs> nobody was going to. Don't touch my drawer. Yeah. Especially you, Wendy. Stay out of the drawer. <laughs> I can't count, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I knew that about you. And you were doing the same thing mm-hmm. on, you were also, a, you were a stay-at-home mom. I worked at home. Working. Making stuff and selling it, selling it online and taking every order that came my way. And like I, what kind of stuff were you making? Just handcrafted little wire place card holders for weddings. Why? Why that? Is that something you just fell into, or what? I did. That's a whole. No, we might have to do a whole. I know we might have to do a whole other thing. Well, anyway, you found your. That's really how all this got started, right? With the wire Etsy stuff that I sold with the little tiny plate, little tiny little little wire swirls. It all started with these little wire swirls, which is interesting because you brought them. We had we started getting booked in our private room. Oh, and for weddings and stuff. And Don said, I have something for that. My That's sister right. makes these. And I said, well, and I was probably so excited that they were like going in a restaurant. I probably was like, this is our big break. Everything <laughs> was our big break back then. <laughs> but I guess looking back, it kind of is. So you both were, you know, and it's easy at that time when, I don't know, for me, I was like, how can I make extra money to do the things I want to do and not affect my household? And still be a mom and still do, you know, the carpooling, mm-hmm. the taxi well, service. Yeah, it, it was, we were definitely both hustling because I know my income was 50% of the income in our house. I had to work. Wow. Yeah. So that's why I hustled. That's a lot of pressure. It was a lot of pressure. How about you? It was a lot of pressure for money, but mine is more, I think I'm a workaholic mm. for sure. And I think it is about the money, but it, it's definitely like, what do I do with myself? I just need to work. Right. More so than working in the home with the children. It was not as gratifying as an entire job. You needed a little bit more an outlet. I, I think so. I just always, just always worked and I didn't really yeah. know any different. And, you know, I thought working at home was really great because I could take care of my kids, although I was working and not really doing care. Of kids. <laughs> now, that look, now that I look back. Let I me change the channel. I know. <laughs> now that I look back, it wasn't, you know, I, I mean, it worked. It, I just did. We did. You do what you do. I do what we do. And yes. All right. Yeah. So now we figure that out. So scrappy, scrappy here. And then you leave the restaurant because your sister suddenly needs more help. Yeah. I remember that shipping. She was packing and shipping my order. Because you're, yeah. you're getting a little bit more traction with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, and I, you actually rented a spot. Yeah. And then you got a box truck. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was crazy. <laughs> Like what? 
for a little wire swirl. No, the box truck came after we were doing the wedding design. Okay. So it evolved from the from early swirls. Okay. So when I turned 40, that's when you like, said no more bartending. Yeah. It's about four weeks after that. And then started working for Jen. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, we would sit up in her studio and we actually had the TV on and we'd watch these shows and like the wedding, like um, wedding shows and stuff. Wedding. Yeah. And, and I was like, we can do, we can do like, no, we can't. She's like, no, we can't. No, we can't. <laughs> Cause I was, I was like, we can plan parties for the stars. Cause we were watching like, I guess it was Tori Spelling had a show too. Or somebody, I don't know when they were doing birthday party or somebody was doing birthday, did a birthday party. We're like, we so you both were all always creative. Yes. Yeah, so they just wanted to do something creative and make a lot of money. Yeah. It was okay. always like, it was never, well, let's just go see if we can do some little yeah. parties. It was once I got over my fear of like, you know, I can't do that. It was always, let's go big, go big or go home. Oh, and we. From right. like that year, like 2010, and one year from the day that I probably almost almost a year, and we went from like just packing and shipping Etsy to we had our first gig, like designing just like a dessert bar and a favor bar for a favor table for a wedding. And then after that, a bride hired us to design her full wedding. Yeah. And then I think maybe two weddings after that, I started doing the floral for the wedding. This is all word of mouth. Right? Mm -hmm. Word of mouth. And then we were like, oh, we need farm tables to seat 200. So Jen's husband was built a farm table. We need China. We have, you know, place settings. So we have place settings for 200. We had so much decor and props. And we rented a, a bigger building in Harrelson in an old, it was like an old, some kind of old. It was a warehouse. It was a, it was a mill. Yeah. It was really cool. And that's where we stored all our decor and all our Five thousand. So you're investing in the business. Yes. But what I want to quickly get back to, because this is what stops as we're in our second wind mm -hmm. and we're, we're getting to that point where we're thinking, hmm, I want to do something more. You get the, a little bit of fear. Yeah. I can't do that. And you just said that once I got over the fear, I'm like, if not being able to do it, what was, how'd you get over that fear? Do you know? I, mean, how you I really it? don't. I think I just got tired of sitting and bending wire and then people started to note like people local started to notice some some different things that we were doing for weddings beyond the wire we were making chalkboards that was a big thing back then oh yeah chalkboards. yeah, yeah. I, you know once i get into something i'm all in it was just getting over that and i was like i can only make so many of these card holders and decor there's a limit right did there's you feel like limit. there's a ceiling i'm like if i can't get these manufactured which we did but we're very successful with that but there's only so much I can do. I'm tapped out. Right. I was I had like 40 or back orders. It felt like it was never ending and it was getting nowhere. And I just got tired of it. I so, tired of it. And bringing right. your sister, did that give you some new energy and maybe some yeah. guts? So, yeah, yeah just because there's, you're not alone. Yeah. And there's, there's two of us. Yeah. Okay. And I always knew I wanted to do something big. But I, I mean, don't we all? Yeah. We all say that. And that's yeah. why I thought Second Wind was such an important part because it's never too late no. to do it all. No. If you want it all, if that's something you want, well, you can do it. And now that we're older, well, we have the years of experience of walking the planet and we can get over some of the nonsense that mm -hmm. maybe stopped us up before. Yeah. You need it. You need that. Yeah. You need the yeah. moments when you're younger going through mm -hmm. that or you don't like, we could have never done what we're doing now 10 years ago had we not been through 
right. everything first. Right. You know, the failures. Right. And the little wins. And the we learned yeah. so much. And we can look back and go and remember like certain things that we learned from certain people or certain like experiences that seemed really hard, seemed kind of bad at the time. Yeah. But now we're like, oh, it was another part yeah. of that. I love being able to look back and say, oh, that happened so that I could be here. Right. Mm -hmm. So move us forward. So now you're getting some wedding stuff. You got your warehouse. Your husband's are probably going, yes. <laughs> yes. And you're probably using child labor. Yes. Got yes. It. We did. Husband, lots of husband labor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Lots of happy family. Oh, um, situation dynamics. Yeah. Oh, mom's yes. thing yes. again. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I got to mom, that. Yeah. Like 80 hours a week. And how do you, it was hard for me to stay positive during that when it's like, I can't help you with your hobby, yeah. your thing, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you guys move forward with that? Because you've moved forward, obviously. Just So we just got to a point we did, we were working all those hours, working really hard. And we had to realize that another aha moment. Oh, I love oh, that. It's the other when we got to a point where we're like, we can't do this anymore, the way that we're doing it. You well, know, why? Why? What was, what did that look like? Was it just like a moment where you're like, when you're so tired and you're paying out more money than you're bringing home mm -hmm. and you're not making a paycheck, mm -hmm. but everything was beautiful. It, it, looked, it, looked, it very looked like we were making a lot of money on the outside. But does it feel like you should, it's so hard mm -hmm. for me when you're shelling out money, you're not making any. It's so hard oh, to there. keep yep. going. Oh, yeah, there yes. I yeah. <laughs> So how do you push through that? That's huge. You're just being what together. Give me the, give me because the Usually, yep. usually only one of us feels really defeated at the time. Mm -hmm. And so the other one yeah. can, yes. you know, kind of hold things together and say it's going to be okay. Oh, it's like doubles in tennis. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I don't I like to allergy. <laughs> But, and it just kind of worked out. Some days, you know, if we both felt kind of defeated, we would just get through what we had to do to get through the day. And pray. And pray. Definitely pray. Find a Bible verse that's like, okay, we can do this. So you turn, yeah. you yeah. turn to a Bible verse. That's uh, a go-to. Yes. Something that, that, something that would strengthen it. Does it work? Oh, yeah. It works. Absolutely. Wow. Because we believe the Bible and we, we believe what God says is true. So if we're going to read something that he wrote or that he inspired, mm -hmm. we, we just, we believe it. So... So many women have come on, starting with my first episode, and I didn't know politically how I wanted to do this or what I wanted. I just wanted people to tell her story. Mm -hmm. And she started mentioning her Lord and her God and all this stuff. And then when we were, I just let her go because that's her story. Yeah. And then at the end, she goes, oh, I'm so sorry. Should I have not said that? And I said, you know what? I think it needs to be said. If that's your story. I would right. if that, Yeah. Yeah. And, and so... It's so interesting that most, I would probably 100% of the women and even men who've come on this podcast believe in the higher source energy and power, calling it God, Jesus, mm -hmm. universe, mm -hmm. whatever they call it. And it's, it seems to be of that common thread here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, it's just really interesting to, mm -hmm. in my, my line of work now, adding it all up. So you go to, do you ever, okay, here's a good question. Do you ever open up the Bible? Just open it up yeah. and that's where you need to be? Some, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I'd wow. Open it up and just kind of read, go, okay, this is a good word for today. Oh, we must through 
or like inspirational books that are like little daily readings uh-huh. that kind of those, those little uplifting passages that might not be for the Bible, but it's inspired by the Bible. Or right. It's uplifting. Yeah. And, you know, that helps too. So you're using that. You say you're done here. Mm-hmm. So what flips that switch? What do you, you have to have a plan, right? Meet, well, the meeting at the gala for the gala. Our schedule was so booked out with weddings. Like, so you were already doing the weddings before the gap. So yeah, we, yeah. Yes, we were already doing the weddings. Okay. The gala, but we so thought the gala was going to be our big break to like, you know, do something. That was going to be to the flip, 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 but it wasn't, but it changed our mindset. So let's talk about that. Yeah, it definitely changed our mindset to go, okay, we are out here booking everything that comes our way. We're just booking it. People want to live now. We're like, okay, we're all like, we're like, like, we'll take it. We just, you know, we want, we need to work and buy work. And all of a sudden we're like, okay, it's not, if we don't focus on the money and we focus on the people. What made you say that from the Dan Cathy? We need to focus on the people instead of money. The feeling, the energy, the vibe. And what can we do through our business to serve people? Serve people. But as we're serving them, of course, we need to make an income. Mm -hmm. But let's not think about it as every time we get an appointment, it's about the money. Let's Mm -hmm. serve the people. And sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes you have like a consultation and it's going to work out and you can't serve that person. You know, but that's okay. That's okay. All right. Right. Is that how you felt at the time? Yeah. Is it okay? Or were you like, oh, we got to a point where we're okay. It used to be like, we haven't got back with the proposal. Like, we were going to call him and see. It. You're taking it personally. We wanted to that. Yeah. So we wanted to deposit so we could pay our bills. <laughs> right. You're taking it personally. Yes. And they don't pick. So now, and you know, we got to a point where we're like, okay, we're going to, this is our worth. We're going to serve you. We're going to do our best job. This is the proposal. And if they're like, no. Or can, this is what I want to pay, or this is what we do, this is how much it is, and, you know. So many entrepreneurs, especially mm-hmm. women, have a problem mm-hmm. setting their worth. Yes, they do. How did you did. do that? Which is their experience. But I think, you know, after just taking everything that comes your way, and finally you're like, I have enough experience and confidence. Confidence. Okay. And we've been through enough. You kind of feel like you've been there. You've done it. And this is, you're not new anymore. You're not you new don't have to, you don't know, do yeah. the little, so you have things to lean on successes. Yes. One of the many reasons for this podcast is to collect, connect, and share information that will add to your life. It is my honor and pleasure to share products with you that I buy, use, and believe in that are high quality, sustainable, responsible to our earth, and that actually work. One product I've been using for almost a year now, every day, and now twice a day with the diagnosis of my Lyme disease is collagen. Collagen is a buzzword right now because collagen is a protein that makes up 30% of our bodies. And like everything else, as we age, we lose it. Fine lines, brittle nails, dull hair, achy joints, dry skin are all part of why collagen is so essential. So let me share why Elaine Collagen, the brand I use, is in my opinion more effective than what's out there on those shelves. It is easy to use, tasteless, and dissolves into any beverage. It's non-GMO, and it's from cows raised in Spain, and no chemicals are used for its extraction. Bingo, speaking my language. You can experience the benefits for yourself and receive 15% off by using the code SECONDWIND, all one word, 
at checkout at elainewellness.com. And if you want to know more about Elaine and her second wind story, listen to her episode. The title is Plot Twist. There's no such thing as anti-aging from March 15, 2021. Now back to the episode. Okay, so the gala happens. It's not what you thought. We volunteered. We did volunteer. We volunteered. Follow through. You weren't, yeah. you weren't, some people would have been like, yeah, seriously? Yeah. This isn't what I thought it was. Thanks a lot, friend. Yes. You obviously were misguided. Yes. And what do you do? You, you, we volunteered. Volunteer. You volunteered. Yeah. And then what? Well, actually, from that volunteer experience, every year since we actually have done the flowers, we are hired as their floral designer every year from that but it was it's not a big hollywood style like what we thought like the oscars or the emmy kind of but it is a big big, huge deal deal. it is a big deal but it's just a little bit different so we do the floor we have done a little bit of decor but no acrobats for this yeah (laughs) yeah okay but you never know who's going to be there yeah that resonates with what you're doing yeah and what that can lead to yeah it's pretty it's been pretty interesting yeah so it's pretty cool that doing it every year how many years is that? Gosh, I was just looking. Two thousand, around six it's, years. It's all kind of blends. There's seven yeah. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so at what point do you decide to go into a retail situation? But like by accident, brick and mortar. Yeah, that was totally by accident. Okay, so well, let's let's back up and talk about how we finished. We we finished down on our weddings. We just were like, okay, we're done. We yeah. got, okay, we have to regroup. Okay, we got to point. Where we're like, our schedule was full. We're like, let's just work out the rest of these weddings we have on our schedule. Let's not book any more right now. And we did that. And we, for, we didn't have any money coming in. I don't know like how we year, did it. I don't really. think we booked any weddings. Yeah, I, I don't really. Okay. I can't even. But our schedule was still full. We worked, but we weren't. Oh, you know, we, had, okay. we were booked out for a year. Mm-hmm. But we didn't book anything beyond that year because we're like, we, this we, is we really it. tough. Yeah. This is 18-hour days after 18-hour days weekend and you still have weekend. children and families yes. and things yes and laundry was, still we happens we were exhausted laundry wasn't really happening <laughs> and i would cry a lot because i was we, so tired no we were we were exhausted yeah okay. so anyways so we backed off of that uh-huh. and then you want to tell our story about how we decided to go into so we were always you know making stuff and wanting to be creative and surrounded by creative people through the that we met through the wedding business and we had a friend that had a little space did some artwork for a store and and I kind of started helping her and selling some stuff in her little space and and it was in Tyrone and we thought well let's just see if we can rent a little space and sell some flowers we'll just sell some bouquets let's just do flowers but we didn't want our own flower shop because we didn't want to we were so burnt out we didn't want it to be there the thought of like running a store we already knew kind of what it would take right yes Right. And dabble um, in that. And yeah. we just had no desire to do that. And so we rented the space and, you know, it was, it was kind of slow going, but. You went ahead and did it anyway. You rented the space anyway? Just, we, but we knew we, we rented. No, we space. rented a space inside another store where we didn't have to be, be there, there all the time. All we the could time. just make the flowers and leave up. Yes. So we okay. always had to be there. Yes. So kind of on demand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, it was a little bit slow at first. And we then we saw a lot of flowers there. Okay. And we made a lot of, we built a lot of relationships and we had people that we had already worked with. Yeah, that's key. Like yeah. some of our brides and the, you know, then they're having babies and doing baby showers and that mm-hmm. kind of thing and coming to us. Okay. And so we already kind of had a little bit of a following mm-hmm. in, in that aspect. And 
And then in about a year, we kind of outgrew in the space. And we were like, what are we going to do? You out, we need a space. We need to rent a bare space. What does it mean when you outgrow a space? What is that? Just in the one place that we were before, we didn't really have our own identity. Mm -hmm. And we had kind of taken that break. We were kind of refreshed. We Mm -hmm. were, like I said, our schedule, our wedding schedule wasn't booked. So we actually had time. Yeah. Were your Uh, minds a little clearer? Our minds were a little, definitely a lot clearer. Okay. And we were like, okay, we need to be somewhere. We now we can have our own identity. Stretch your wing. Yes. But we still weren't ready to be running running a store full time. So it's like, how do you do that? Well, we didn't really know. We just kind of were like, okay, God, what's our next step? And we just started preparing and getting ready and getting organized and getting our stuff ready to move out of the store that we were in. And then that led us to what is the Funky Shack Mercantile in Tyrone now. So are the messages you were getting because you threw it up? What were you getting back? Just that it's time to move on. It's time yeah. to move on. Oh, yeah, we knew it was just time to move but on. But we didn't know that. where. We, did, we just didn't know. But we're like, okay, if we just keep doing the right thing and moving forward and getting our all our ducks in a row. God will open the door. We'll get there. And he did. At the same day, we kind of had that feeling that it was time to go from this place. God Stop. opened. Stop. Opened the door. It was in another store. It was in another retail store. But it was a huge space. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had a lot more freedom to come and go, you know, to do what we pleased. You know, we had a key to the place. We could really focus on our floral design now. Okay. And then um, we were, Dawn was booking some design for floral, for wedding floral, but just floral. We weren't doing the table. We had sold all the table, all the yeah, so stuff. We, oh, you sold your stuff. We stole, sold it all. Every, oh, oh, my oh. gosh. Yep. Yep. Hey, you really every wanted to reset. Yeah, we were done. We sold every bit of it, moved out of the space in Harrelson, opened the little, or the Funky Shack flower market inside the other store. Uh-huh. Then kind of. You know, we went from there after a year to another store, which is in the Red Barn. And you lived in there yes. as, a, as a tenant. As a tenant. But we had freedom to actually run our business the way we wanted to it from there. Did you have the whole building? No. We had, no, but we had a big port. We had, had a portion of it. Portion of it. Were all the other purveyors in there already? The, it was only one business that was in there. It was a guy that, really talented guy that built tables he still builds tables but mm-hmm. it was very industrial there was some art on the wall I mean, it wasn't all his stuff but it wasn't like spaces or or renters or anything mm-hmm. like that but he did have so some. you still were 100 percent on your own right no we were not and we didn't we weren't ready baby steps but we they were good ready. baby steps yeah we weren't ready but we just know we needed a little bit more freedom and a little bit more room and you had the faith that the this red barn kind of off to the side of the road mm-hmm. with yep. people right, assigned right, you, people yeah, would yep. come and, there. And people did. And, you know, people were really excited for us. Like yeah. some clients we had made over at the other store, they were excited that we, you know, they were like, oh, you're growing your business. They were real excited for us. So we did that. We were there and it was almost exactly a year mm-hmm. later. And the people that were renting the whole building and we were renting from them said, we're not going to renew our lease. After that first year. And it was, yeah, and, yeah they told we, us right we, after Christmas. And so we're like, okay, it's right after Christmas. We have a couple choices here. You can't really move our business before Valentine's Day. Cause you can't do that in the floral business. Well, you got stuff to do. Killed us. Yeah. But yeah, because mm-hmm. everyone knew immediately our clients we were. So we had like, here's our choice to move the business or to pay rent on the whole building, figure out how to make that happen. Or pay rent on the whole building, but to actually use the whole building and have the store and some vendors come in. And so we made this decision really like in a couple of like 
in a week. In a so, week, we we explored some options, and we just really, you know, tried to listen to God, and it just felt like the right thing. And then we were open by February first. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Yeah. And we were like, let's just put this out on Facebook that we're looking for vendors and see what happens. And the response was uh, was so good mm -hmm. that we were. I mean, we pretty much filled up most of the spaces yeah, we, by the we time they're open. We were full. Which is super interesting mm -hmm. that you say that because you put it out to other vendors and that made me think of Heidi Romer, who yeah. has been on Second Wind Podcast, yes. fought an alcohol addiction. Her story is amazing. I didn't realize I was going to bring this up, but she's one of your vendors. Yeah. She and she needed a space mm -hmm. to do all the things she does. Yes. You provided that for her. Yes. You helped her mm -hmm. find her second wind. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows who else is in there that you're helping create that? We have about. Oh, there's a lot of women in there. Yeah. Our, our age. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And a lot of kids. I like to, not only, you know, your first win when you're a kid and trying to figure out, you know, mm -hmm. like to help young artists too. So, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. You are serving others. So, okay. So, Funky Shack and Tyrone, that's going well. I know because I was there buying things. Why did you move to this huge, beautiful space? That obviously costs some bills. Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's scary. It, it is. The huge, I didn't want to do it. Because you, you didn't want to. It's a huge leap. Like, it's too much. We talked too much work. Yeah. Because you Butter. had to make your rent at your old place, and then you started making your rent, so that was good. Yes. Right? Why not just stay, stay, stay there? Something has always been pulling us over here. Really? And so we explored. The first thing we explored when we... Knew they were opening shops over here. We were like, maybe one of the businesses will let us just put a flower cooler in there and we can just keep it stocked and sell flowers. Oh, uh, so yeah, that's a good idea. And then I went to the first, they had a retail summit and they talked about like what this whole area was. What the vision was. What the vision was and everything. And I'm like, this is us. This is what has been pulling it. This is that weepy moment that I had mm -hmm. that day and knew something was going to happen here. I just didn't know when. And so... You found that right away. You found that. That was the feel. It was like, okay, this is it. This is what God said. You're going to have a big moment, mm -hmm. but we weren't ready for it back then. Mm -hmm. You know, we weren't ready. We had to go through all that sweat mm -hmm. and tears and like, yep. Ugh, and learn and build, you know, a clientele yeah. and, and work that hard mm -hmm. because we work a lot of hours now, but it doesn't feel like it did before because it's not hard. Before we were loading farm tables at two mm -hmm. o'clock in the morning. Washing China. Washing China. And packing. And unloading a truck and having to repack. I mean, it was a lot of like a lot of really hard, mm -hmm. hard work. So this, we're here a lot of hours, but it's different. And we love it. We, we love, love to it. come to work yeah. and the people. And oh, and here's another cool part of our story. It's like when we were in Tyrone and we first opened the store in Tyrone, we felt like, what can we do? We need to go volunteer somewhere or do this and do that because we felt like we wanted to serve our community. Mm -hmm. And once you're getting to know your community. Yes. Yeah. And one of the ladies that is actually with OM, which is Operation Mobilization, they do mission work all over the world. Mm -hmm. She came into our store and we were talking about that. And she looked at us and she said, your mission is right here at this counter. She says, this is where you're supposed to be. This is where mm -hmm. God wants you to minister to people. And oh, wow. So ever since then, we're like, okay, we're using our store too. Like, we're going to treat people. We're going to listen to people. We're going to make them feel love. We, love. We, we just want, want to love. We want people to feel like you always love. feel good when you go in there. Feel yeah. like you matter when you come in our store. Yeah. Like, you matter. We see you. You know, we hear you. You know what's super funny? What? Is 
when I had that bite on my leg mm-hmm. and my massage therapist found it. Yes. And I, where was my first stop? You came to the funky shack. I looked at my watch. I go, I think there's still, <laughs> I need flowers. This is not good. Mm-hmm. I think this is Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. This is bad. And I walked in. I said, I just started telling you the story. I didn't care if anybody else was in there yeah. telling you the story. This yeah. woman needs flowers. And let me tell you why. And within minutes, you gave me the name of your sister who had been through Lyme and all she had gone through a bunch of things to find the right answers, gave me your number, called her and set me on the start of my journey Mm -hmm. to healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't have been sitting here four months ago. I mean, you had nine that I didn't know it had connected. Yeah. I was like, you need to call. Oh yeah. I called Tammy. Yes. So, and that, that's part of the ministry. Yeah. 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 I was part of it yes. directly. Yeah. So here you, how long has the Funky Shack been open in Tyrone? And how long has this been open now? So you're in Trillith. 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 So the Funky Shack in Tyrone opened in 2017. Okay. And so then we just opened this store in October of 2021. 2021. It is now almost yeah. April of 2022. Yes. How the pandemic, real quick, how'd that affect you all? It was actually kind of helped grow our flower business because people couldn't be with people. They sent a lot of flowers. That makes and sense. And baskets. So we kind so, of thrived. Yeah. We kind of shut the doors like when everybody closed down, but we were like. We get, still went to work every day. We still went to work. But at first we were like, okay, it's not going to be busy. We'll just take turns coming in. People want to do we'll curbside right. and we'll do projects while we're here. We, yeah. A lot of stuff needed to be done. And within two days, we were so busy. We were both working every day. Yeah. I had a half a day off. Then my first day at home, I was going to work on my computer at home on our first, my first supposed day rotation. And at like 12 o'clock, Dawn said, you're going to have to go get flowers. <laughs> so I had to go to our uh, flower broker in Atlanta and get flowers that day. And that was it. So every, yeah. And that's it, like it was, with the restaurant, I'm like, oh, good. I know. We don't have to do anything. And my husband said, roll up your sleeves, girl. Yes, we did. And we were getting creative because we were like, what if they don't let us deliver flowers? What are we going to do to be essential? <laughs> so we ordered cases of toilet paper and wipes because we were like, just in case just they in case. say, no, you got to shut down. We were, we were going to sell toilet paper and wipes because we're going to be essential because we're going to make this happen. We're not shutting our doors completely. Oh, you're so smart. Because we were like, we're not. Oh, that's, yeah, genius. Yes. Because nobody ever said we had to close or, or yeah, we just hinted it that way. We just had no idea. Nobody knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Right. It was right, all right. Like, it was unknown at that point. So but what would you say? We had a lot of toilet paper. Yeah, a lot of mad got toilet paper. <laughs> <for years. laughs> um, what would you say biggest lesson you've learned so far? At? Gosh. So my okay. biggest thing is that I like to tell people, this isn't very spiritual at all, but <laughs> that just okay. because you can do it doesn't mean you should. Oh, yeah. And that's huge because we thought we, we used to be, yes, yes, we'll do it. We'll do it. We didn't know how we figured it out. And we, and we can do a lot. We, we started a lot. We have a lot of uh, tricks up our sleep. Yeah. Just a lot of, but just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yes. Gotcha. So. What else? What about you, Don? The biggest lesson I think is just not to like, just always be positive. Like there were times when we were just, we were down, oh, you know, yeah, whatever. Complaining about but, the tire. Oh yeah. And but like, full of, and like, we think. Be happy every day. Make the choice. Be that is, it's a choice every day. When we walk, when we get in here, we're happy. You know, just love to be here. Let our customers. Do you have a mantra? Either of you? Well, have you seen the outside of our building? 
I mean, I wasn't really looking because okay. I was just so glad I found it. Okay. So yeah, and I was on time. I was yeah. like, yes. And who, who wrote that quote? Coco Chanel. I think oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you wake up in the morning and you always, if you believe something wonderful is going to happen, you're going to be that wonderful thing. And you're going to be excited because something wonderful, no matter what kind of day you're having, something wonderful is going to happen in your day. There is always, there's always something. But if you feel that every morning and you wake up and you feel that something wonderful is going to happen, you're going to be excited. And when I worked any, because I I bartended until I was 40 and I worked in a lot of different places and I used to irritate the heck out of people because I was so happy (laughs) and surfers are usually grumpy. Yeah. You really are. There's grumpy, some grumpy. Like we grumpy. just choose happiness today. There's a grumpy bunch of people. And it is yeah, the way. And so they, why are you so happy? Today's okay. Something good's going to happen. Especially when I bartended at the airport, because you never know what was going to happen, who was going to come in and throw down like a $300 tip. Mm-hmm. Or something like that crazy stuff happened all the time at the airport. And I was like, okay, today's the day. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. They're like, everyone would look at me like, uh, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, no, nope, I'm going to just. I got nothing. accused of too much energy. Yeah. And, and, you know, <laughs> all the time. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, if you just believe that. And I, I forget some. Well, you'll have to take a picture of the outside. I mean, that says it on the outside of our okay. building here. You we'll get that on there. But we bring out your quote on the outside of her. How can people find you? Okay. Tell me all the ways. All the ways. As the shop us. is opening. Yeah. Yes, we're opening. Um, <laughs> uh, we are in Tyrone, Georgia, the Funky Shack Mercantile and Fire Market. We are in Trillick, which is in Fayetteville. We also have an online store. Shopthefunkyshack.com. You can purchase our mm-hmm. gifts online. And you can order flowers online at thefunkyshack.com. But if you just remember the Funky Shack, you can it'll get it. you anywhere you need to go. go. So what if you're like, because I have people that listen all over the world, but yeah. also all over the country. Yes. How does that apply to them? Well, they can order our products online. But can they do flowers? They can do flowers if they ha- know somebody in the Atlanta area and want them delivered in the Atlanta area. I don't we ship. Don't we ship. don't ship yet. No shipping yet. Okay, that's okay. important. Yes. yes. No shipping for the flowers. For the ship products, but not flowers. Okay. Right I do want to say one little kudos to you because mm-hmm. we went to Dawn for my daughter's wedding oh, almost a year ago. Yes. And what you did with design, because neither of us had a clue. And you made it happen and it was gorgeous. And you worked with my friend slash mother-in-law. Oh, yeah. Of my daughter. Uh-huh. My friend. So what is she like? Oh, yeah. We did the rehearsal dinner, too. You did the rehearsal dinner, too. And then we were able to share flowers. And it was, it was magnificent. You're super talented. You. It was amazing. It was fun. So Don does all the floral and I do all the store curating and and we have helped you have helped make my little cabbage a little bit nicer. Oh yeah, you have a lot of our <laughs> So ladies, mm-hmm. thank you so much for your time today. Let's just share. So nervous. No, 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 no. But once you get starting to share your story, you realize there's good stuff. Yeah. You forget. You do forget. You're like some things you want to forget. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So until next time, breathe in your second wind. Thank you for listening today. I hope that something you heard made you smile, made you think, and made you feel. If these incredible stories empowered you, awakened you, or left you feeling inspired, 
Make sure to share with a friend and write us a review on iTunes so we can continue to change lives through this content. Make sure you tag us while you're listening on our Facebook group, My Second Wind, or hit the link in the show notes to join the conversation. Until next time, go ahead and breathe in your second wind.